0: Hey, everyone welcome back to real and redeemed and merry christmas to you all my name is james
1: and i'm kristen i was literally waiting for you to say and to all a good night <laughs> <laughs> but when you're listening to this it might be the morning so that wouldn't really work yeah it might not work but... Circumstances. but anyway so yeah today's episode is actually going to be a christmas episode very fitting since we are posting this on christmas we do truly hope that you guys are all happy and healthy during this Christmas, and that the Lord is just meeting every single want, need, and desire for you guys that's according to His will.
0: Yeah, and that you all are just feeling completely surrounded by the peace of God. As yes. he is, Jesus is the Prince of Peace that we celebrate this time of year, Yeah, and so that we're just really focused on the main thing. I know it's been a hard year for many of us out here, Yeah, but for sure. um, just... I'm just thankful that God is always good and that God still reigns and that we can still take this time to just reflect upon Jesus and his birth and his life and everything he has done for us. It's just a very special time of year.
1: Yeah. So I think we're first going to start off on like um, a little lighter note and then we're going to go to some scripture reading later about Christmas and the birth of Jesus and all that good stuff. Um, But yeah, Christmas is actually a really special time of year, especially to me because I actually went to church for the first time around Christmas time. It was like a Christmas Mm -hmm. outreach event, and I went to it. And the next week I came back, or actually it was two weeks later. Two weeks later I came back and I got saved. So, yeah, Christmas is really a special time, and I really pray that churches are getting creative and finding ways to still really reach out during Christmas because, you guys, it's such... like important time because like a lot of people are like Easter and Christmas kind of people for church. I I do
0: think like you do see a lot of people are more willing to check out church services at Christmas and Easter and Yeah. So it's definitely hoping that churches are doing stuff to be open and available and be creative with however that looks so that people can still receive the word of God.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we're just thankful, um, to all the pastors this year. Um, what a hard year to be a pastor. (laughs) Thank you guys. Um, for anyone who has just been bold and courageous during this time. Um, And, yeah, thank you to our healthcare workers. Thank you to our grocery store workers. Thank you to literally anyone who has just made this year more bearable. (laughs) Um, Yeah, obviously, like James said, it's been a hard year, but we're almost to the end of it. And um, the best gift that we can have this year, I literally feel like it's always Jesus, but I literally feel like it's like our life that Jesus gave us. Like we need to be extra thankful for that this year because so many lives were taken this year. Um, by numerous different things. But we're going to start out on a light note, and James doesn't know what I'm asking, so this is going to be a very, like...
0: <laughs> Spontaneous, on-the-spot thing. Yeah. See, we'll see what we got here.
1: Okay, so we're going to answer a couple of questions about Christmas. What was your favorite Christmas tradition? It doesn't have to be, like, on Christmas. It can be, like, during the Christmas season. But hmm. growing up, what was it?
0: Favorite Christmas tradition. Wow, that's a really good question. <laughs> You're like, oh, I feel well, like... I don't know. <laughs> christmas morning with my parents and my sister was always really special my parents every single year like or most years they would kind of have one special gift or whatever and sometimes they'd do like a scavenger hunt to have to figure out what it is or
1: so your mom
0: very my parents oh my gosh his mom's hilarious
1: with that kind of stuff she's so cute and
0: they would do (laughs) they would do different stuff like that and then um every christmas morning we'd have a big breakfast and it was just really enjoyable and special time spent with all of them but I just love the Christmas season as a whole and just seeing getting together with friends and family and all that so how about for yourself though?
1: I feel like my favorite Christmas tradition growing up was getting together with extended family for like Christmas Eve because I didn't get to see them very often during the week or during the week during the year so um, yeah I feel like that was probably one of mine, and I always also liked that my mom would hang these little things in our windows that were like Christmas lights, <laughs> and I always liked those because it like lit up my room more, and it always felt like Christmas when those were in our windows, and yeah, it was always really cool. So it's probably my favorite Christmas tradition.
0: How about a favorite Christmas song?
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like I have to be basic, like. I feel like all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. Like, that's a freaking jam, man. I like – I'm like – There you go. Oh, there's like this – Okay, I don't have a TikTok, but there's like this reel sound, which is probably from TikTok because like TikTok and reels are pretty much the same thing. And it's like, you guys, stop, stop. Oh my gosh. And it's like like the beginning of All I Want for Christmas is You. And then she's like, ah. <laughs> And she's like really feeling it. I was like, oh gosh, that's me.
0: <laughs> that's
1: oh, man. literally So it's, it's so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. I really wanted to make some TikToks or some, sorry, some reels for some Christmas reels, but I just literally got like the most motivation took like two days ago and i'm like oh, a little bit late um but maybe james and i'll like whip one off on christmas because i do have a dance i want us to learn and we're gonna make it a little more clean because like i'm not gonna have us twerk in it or what. they shake their butt in it and i'm just like okay we can like do that a little more tastefully but yeah that is probably all i want for christmas is you is probably my favorite christmas song nice so
0: there you go or
1: okay have you heard the little drummer boy but like by justin bieber
0: i haven't yeah. heard his version i love oh um for King and country Oh, well, their version's cool wow. i feel like uh, oh no third day didn't do that one i was thinking of a different song but i think it was like i really like mercy me's version of that oh it was pretty good but okay. no i haven't heard his uh justin Bieber's it's version. it's like
1: a hip-hop version oh boy <laughs> but it's no it's really I, I mean i like it but like i'm a dancer choreographer so i like yeah. choreographed to it in my head and like that's why i'm like oh i wish i would have like done a dance to that because i feel like i've never shown like me dancing on any of my social medias <laughs> so it would be kind of cool to do that because a lot of you guys like probably don't even know but i'm like a dancer i like literally was a dance teacher for a few years and i've been dancing on and off since i was four and i was a choreographer so <laughs> it'd be really cool to share that part of my life with you guys but yeah Little Drummer Boy by Justin Bieber is a freaking bop. I'll have to show it to you after this because it's literally <laughs> yeah, so afterwards. good. I also like Christmas Come On by Lindsey Stirling and Becky G. That's like a really not popular song. but
0: I don't, I don't know if I've heard... Oh, you have. It. Oh, I'm sure I have, yeah. Oh, no, you've heard it. I'm it's... like, I know I've heard so many. It's just like, oh, I feel who's like, that by? Who is this? I, I feel like
1: I only like that song because of choreography, too. There's like just, <laughs> uh, there's like so many songs that I only, like if I wasn't a choreographer and a dancer, I probably wouldn't even like them, but I do like those songs. So, okay, so what are yours? Sorry, go ahead.
0: One of my favorite songs is called Merry Christmas by Third Day. Um, it's a very sentimental song because it's actually talking about one of the guys in the band they were adopting. And Aww. that's something that Kristen and I are planning to do. So it's that's always been a kind of has a place in my heart. So I really love that song. What the heck?
1: I'm crying. <laughs> it's a very
0: cool song. And then this, I,
1: haven't, I haven't even heard this song. And it's I this. showed
0: you this song multiple times and <laughs> talked to you about it.
1: <laughs> that's awkward. <laughs>
0: but really yeah oh
1: i should listen to it again i maybe i didn't want to hear it because i was like maybe i was too emotional sounds
0: like that's a really good song and then this year one of my favorite ones though that i just actually only heard for the first time this year is he shall Reign forever by um chris tomlin and i felt like that song is just so powerful and so fitting for this year yeah when i listened to it i was just like oh my gosh that just It hits the mark that Mm -hmm. through all of this year that God still reigns and He will forever. So yeah, yeah, those are probably a couple of my favorite
1: my wallpaper says Our God Reigns. Okay, hey, let's see. I had one more. Okay, so what is your favorite Christmas movie? You can name two, because that would be easier.
0: Favorite Christmas movie. That's a tough one. If he's, I asked uh, my
1: dad this question, he'd be like, oh, Christmas that's... Vacation. <laughs> yeah, my dad loves Christmas Vacation so much. Like he's, He talks about watching it on Christmas all year because he's so excited to watch
0: it. Um, as far as my favorite, I honestly have never been a huge Christmas movie fan. Oh, Um, really? Yeah. I never. Why did
1: I even know that? I've never
0: been one who's enjoyed most of them. But I I would say out of the ones that we watched, probably Elf is probably one of the top ones. That's
1: a really good one.
0: Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of all I got. But how about you?
1: Okay. (laughs) I mean, hmm, I feel like, you know, the Santa Claus is really good. My family really likes that movie, so I kind of have to like it. Not like I have to, but yeah, I grew up on that movie. (laughs) Um, the first one though they don't like the second and third one, and so yeah. Um, Elf, actually, I hadn't even seen it until like like a long time after everyone else had seen it. Mm. Um, there was actually this movie called Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas that I always think is so cute to watch. I love oh. that movie. Um, I like the Ultimate Christmas Present. It's on Disney Plus. It was like a original Disney movie, kind of like one of those.
0: And that's a movie that I have fallen asleep to each of the last couple of years. That Most does not speak it. to how good or bad it is, you guys. <laughs> no, he falls I,
1: asleep all the time.
0: It's just one of those like once it gets later at night and I'm watching TV, I'm just, I'm passing out. I'm tired. E- yeah. <laughs> and that movie has been a victim of that a couple of times for me. So oh, I've never seen the full thing.
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's a really tra- a tragedy, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um there's like another christmas movie i like i'm trying to think of it oh i really like noel like that movie Mm -hmm. you haven't fallen asleep during that one that's kind of a more of a no that one i haven't i think it's a cute movie though that
0: one we played before the other one
1: yeah that's usually like our first one so i guess out of the favorites i just told you guys like ten i like i feel like (laughs) i feel like favorites though like that i feel like i have to watch every year I mean, honestly, Noelle is, like, one of my favorites now. I really think it's cute. It's on Disney+. Plus. So I feel like I really like Noelle and Elf, and then I always really like to watch um, Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. It's so yeah. cute. And it's only, watched... like, an hour long, and I think it's so – I've been watching that since, since forever. I feel like it's so cute. I
0: can remember you watching it every single year since we've been <laughs> together. So
1: It's so cute. It's only, like, an hour too, so it's not like a big commitment. I feel like I'm not a huge movie person because I feel like movies are a really big commitment.
0: Um, no, I, I definitely prefer watching TV shows in general. General, mm-hmm. over movies
1: yeah okay we'll do one more question this is not a quest- christmas question but I just feel like why not answer it what's your favorite tv show you only can pick one. Oh. oh my gosh if you pick what I think you might pick I'm gonna just be like oh man
0: <laughs> I know what you're thinking I'm gonna pick
1: <laughs> I don't no, I don't know if I think you're gonna pick it I just know that you like it and I think it's I
0: would say like friends or duck dynasty oh,
1: so different <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i the, thought he was gonna say duck dynasty that's why i was like oh my i thought
0: you were thinking friends i love friends it's so oh, funny. i wasn't thinking of friends
1: what, no why would i act like that about friends friends is like actually really oh, good so
0: funny duck dynasty is hilarious though if you're into outdoor stuff <laughs> <laughs> if you're not you'd be like appalled by it maybe oh, what is your favorite tv show oh gosh. mike's on you purchase on
1: um See, this is hard because I could be like, do you mean like a throwback Disney Channel show? Because, like, I definitely could name one. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be hard. I actually have two. Um, Or, like, a show that I would watch now. I like, I do love Friends, but I'm not as into it as, like, a lot of people are. I feel like I really like, like, Full House or Fuller House and, like, stuff like that. Like, I grew up on Full House, and I just think it's so wholesome for the most part now there are some jokes that like i can see now that i'm like <laughs> oh i missed that when i was 10 yeah but um no i like i really like full house because i think it's like and it's like a 90s sitcom like i feel like it's so much more pure and stuff um oh oh my gosh what the heck my favorite show is gilmore girls I,
0: that's what i was waiting what? for you to say oh
1: my gosh i don't even know how i like didn't say that. Oh yeah, my I was gosh. just like, oh,
0: she's definitely going to say Gilmore Girls. Yeah, no Gilmore Girls.
1: I feel like it's like I'm so used to watching it. Like, I'm like, oh, I like, sometimes I don't even think about it because it's just like a way of life. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> Gilmore Girls is my absolute favorite, probably my absolute favorite show ever because it's just like, it's not really, I don't think it's really, like, dirty at all. Like, I mean. It's it definitely, of,
0: like, much more clean than most TV shows are. Yeah. Which is really nice. And it's actually, we've. Watch that through it. I don't know. We're maybe on our third time, fourth third or time. fourth time. So we we rewatched it quite a bit because we try to watch more like clean shows because don't need to see like inappropriate crap.
1: Yep. Um. Exactly.
0: But which is hard to do, like hard to find shows that are cleaner these days. Yeah. So that's definitely like a nicer one from that standpoint. So we just kind of, um, for this podcast, wanted to go through the scriptures of the story of the birth of Jesus. You know, starting from when the angel appears to both um, Mary and Joseph separately, Mm -hmm. and then through the birth. We're going to go through quite a few different passages of Scripture in this and kind of share our thoughts on those. Yes. And, um, yeah, so.
1: All right, so let's pull up the first one.
0: So our first Scripture we're going to go to is in Luke 1, starting in verse 26. and Going to 38 Mary, to just be like, have your way basically in this, you know?
1: Yeah, like she said, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word be to me be fulfilled. Like, may I carry this baby as a virgin. Knowing that she was engaged to another man and knowing, like, how people could see her, you know, having a baby out of wedlock and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, especially in that day and age, having a baby out of wedlock and stuff, it's it would have been such a bigger deal back then than it is now. Yep. And that to be like, you know what, I trust you, God. I trust you to that you are faithful and what you're saying is just and true. And, and I
1: think, like, that's really—it like, was really simple, too. She's like, I'm the Lord's servant. May your word be fulfilled. She just sees herself as she is. Like, well, I'm the Lord's servant, so, like, if this is what the Lord wants to do, let him do it. Like, let this be—like, let his will be done. And I think, like—
0: We all can learn something from that. Yeah,
1: I mean, she's like—I think— I've read that she was between like, what, 12 and 14 or something like that. Like, she was really young.
0: Yeah, young teenage girl. Like
1: Yeah, and she's like, okay, like, I'm the Lord's servant.
0: I think we all really can learn from that and all should strive to have faith like that, that no matter what God calls us to do, be like, we're, we're, we're your servant, God. Just have your way in it
1: right exactly and then there was something else i had highlighted oh it's right there it says in verse 37 for no word from god will ever fail i
0: love that
1: and i yeah i really love that and i think if you don't know the story of elizabeth um she got pregnant she was told she couldn't conceive and then she got pregnant like super old (laughs) and she carried john you know it says in 36 like even elizabeth your relative is going to have a child in her old age and she was said And it was said she was unable to conceive, but she's in her sixth month. And so, and like, then it says, it goes into saying, for no word from God will ever fail. And I feel like that's such an amazing promise to hold on to. If God promised you a baby, then hold on to that promise. I know that there's a lot of people struggling with infertility. And so, just like, look at this story and look at God's power. Like, having the Holy Spirit come upon Mary and having her get pregnant and Elizabeth being able to conceive in like her old age when she was told she wasn't going to be able to, um, and carrying out an amazing gift from God and like John was, he went on to do great things for the Lord. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, cling to the promises of God. And if God promised you a baby, I just encourage you that, um, God is a God of miracles and, Um, he's working in your situation and there's nothing that he can't do. I mean, the birth of Jesus was like the best miracle and, um, the biggest miracle, like is Jesus' birth and the greatest gift we can receive is first Jesus, but then our salvation from him. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of encourage you guys with that. Do you have any other thoughts on what we just read, honey? I
0: think we can move on to the next one.
1: Okay. So now we're going to move on to when um, the angel appeared to Joseph. And so. Um,
0: yeah, and where that is, is in Matthew chapter 1, um, beginning in verse 18.
1: Yeah, and I just want to do like a quick backstory. I don't. Does it, does if you
0: look at from uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, it's the genealogy of Jesus. Yes. And they go all the way back to David. And both, I think, actually in Luke and here, it made point to mention that. In his gene, uh, in Jesus's genealogy, it's a, he's a descendant of David, mm-hmm. and if you look at other passages in Scripture and stuff, it'll say that uh, he will inherit like David's throne. Yeah, and so I think that's something that is kind of interesting to take note of, like that the importance of uh, where the genealogy comes from.
1: Yes. Okay. Do you want me to read this
0: one? Yeah. if you, you want to go on. for it?
1: Okay. So start in Matthew one verse eighteen. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So I think that that's really good that, obviously that Joseph listened to the Lord and was like, okay, I'm going to... You know, I think it was, it's good in a lot of aspects because he still, he listened to the Lord and was like, okay, like, this is your will. This is like, this is the Holy Spirit. Like, this isn't her just getting pregnant, like, you know, from some other guy or something. And, you know, he listened to the Lord and he took her home as his wife. And he had a lot of respect for her um, because, you know, he didn't want to publicly disgrace her. Even when he thought, you know, he didn't know that it was she was carrying Jesus. Mm -hmm. He didn't even know that, but he didn't want to publicly disgrace her. And he also, you know, didn't want to consummate their marriage um, after finding out that she was carrying Jesus until she gave birth to him. I think that the level of respect he has for Mary was awesome. And like the level of reverence he has for God is incredible and amazing and what we need to have. Yeah,
0: I think you look at Joseph in this, and I think actually uh, the pastor at the church that we're very connected to, he talked about Joseph's side of things um, because you don't hear it talked about as much. We talk about Mary and the angel appearing to her and, you know, the birth of Jesus and all of that, but we don't talk about Joseph as much. And if you think about being in his shoes, getting that news that um, this girl that I'm engaged to, she's pregnant, but you haven't, you know, had sexual relations with her. It's like, how Like, could this you know be? it's not yours. You know it's not yours. Like, you know, that's why he's, like, really doubting. Like, okay, I'm going to just divorce her. But rather than causing, like, a big scene for her, I am going to do this kind of quietly so it's not as bad for her, which does show, like, a huge level of respect, especially in that day because, yeah, that, I think that that was a tremendous thing that he was even thinking about doing it in that manner. But when the angel appears to him it's just, like, do not be afraid to take her as your wife. Just, this is the Son of God. It is as she says. I mean, unless an angel appears to you and says that the Holy Spirit has impregnated the girl that you are with, um, I think it would be hard to believe that Mary was telling the truth in that sense right, to him. Like, exactly. It, putting myself in his shoes, if Kristen was just like, <laughs> hey, I'm pregnant, and, you know, we, when we were engaged, it's just like, uh, um, <laughs> but the Holy Spirit did this, I it would be hard to believe, but you know as soon as he hears it from God too that he's just like okay I'm all in got up and went and followed and you know was able to be a part of the most amazing birth in history
1: i feel like not only did god choose mary but he kind of chose joseph too yeah
0: they're both chosen and again we talk about mary but joseph was chosen just as much and you know he's just a very young man too at that time i don't know what age people would say he was but he's probably in his teen years And to be taking that much of a manly step, to take her as his wife still and lead her to, you know, as we'll see in the next chapter, to Bethlehem and just all of that. It took a man to do that and a man who's empowered by God to do that.
1: All right. So now we're going to go to the birth of Jesus. And so this is in Luke Um, chapter two, verses one through 21.
0: It says, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while, boy, I don't know how to say that.
1: Cornelius? Oh yeah,
0: Cornelius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea,
1: An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be assigned to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and On earth peace to those on whom his favor rests.
0: When the angels had left them and had gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time for the circ- to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. One of the first things that jumped out at me when reading this again was, um, there's no room in the inn for them. There's no place for them to stay. And so he had to be born in a manger. And here for us in 2020, just asking this question, would we is there room in our hearts for him? Will we make room for Jesus in our hearts? Will we make room for Jesus you know, in our lives? Will we interrupt our busyness and the things that we are so focused on to focus on him? Is there room in our hearts? Because there wasn't room for him at that time. People didn't want to make room for him. And I think that was honestly like, a foreshadowing for his entire life because he was constantly rejected by man, put upon a cross, despised and mocked and beaten, all for our sins. Purchased us by that, but that was just a foreshadowing of what the life he was going to live. And and obviously he went on and said that we can't be surprised if we're hated as Christians because they first hated him. And that it kind of <laughs> stems from the beginning that there was no room for him. They didn't have a room in the end for him to be born. And his whole life. There's just no room for him. People didn't want him. People hated him. But I think that's really the, one of the biggest things that I thought of when looking at that is just like, first and foremost, are we making room in our heart for Jesus? Because mm-hmm. that is the most important thing we can possibly do. If we don't take the time to make space in our hearts for him, to lay ourselves down, to let him enter in, then we To we're make missing...
1: ourselves less so he can be more...
0: If if we're not willing to do all that, then we're in a very dangerous position if we're really not willing to do that.
1: One of the things I'd want to add to this point is just that like Jesus put on flesh and was in such like a humble beginning, like born in a manger. And I just think of like,, um, you know, his humble beginning and then Mary's humble and servant heart you know, to be carrying out this life and what a strong woman to be doing that. You know, she's giving birth in basically like a barn, you know, dirt floors more than likely and, you know, (laughs) not the most, probably some like animals around and such. And, you know, she's just birthing, like she's not just, she's birthing the Savior of the world and she's doing it humbly and strongly. And um, I don't know, I think there's a lot to say about that.
0: Something that I just kind of wanted to add that came to my mind as Kristen was talking about the humble beginning of Jesus Um, If you read in Revelation, I believe, chapter 12, it talks about the birth of Jesus in a completely different dimension and everything that was going on in the heavenly realms. And I always am left with this thought, and I'm going to, at a later time, probably next year or something, maybe, uh, either on this podcast or my own YouTube channel, talk about the birth of Jesus being the greatest act of war, because there is a war going on for all our souls. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: God is just like, you know what? boom, I'm sending a baby to win this battle. Yeah. I'm sending a baby to win this fight for your souls, for your salvation. <laughs> Satan <And it's, laughs>
1: is so weak too because he didn't even win and he won't win.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of, you know, it's funny when you think about it like that, like a baby was sent to win the war and the price has been paid for us. Just remember that.
1: Well, I think that we're going to end it here because I think that we did a good job, like, you know, touching on the aspects of Jesus' birth and everything, um... I don't know, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on everything and just what the birth of Jesus means to you and just what Jesus means to you. And I pray that you guys are having a really good Christmas and a yeah. happy new year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we really do hope you guys have an amazing Christmas. And I would just encourage you, just go look through the Bible. At, um, even in the Old Testament, some of the prophecies about Jesus' birth. Mm-hmm. Then go look at the birth story in the New Testament and even looking at, like, in Revelation, like I said, it's really interesting to kind of see the prophecies being fulfilled in his birth. I think it's a really awesome thing to do, and I think that, you know, make it a point to incorporate reading the birth story on Christmas Day. And yeah, and just,
1: like, yeah, remember what, like, Christmas was all about. And um, one of the first things that, um, so that church service that I had mentioned earlier that I had went to, now, six years ago, actually, Six years ago yesterday or something, I don't even know, five years ago yesterday I gave my testimony in front of, like, all those people. Um, But it was, like, maybe six years ago, like, around this time. Um, I had gone to church for the first time in, like, years and years and years, and it was, like, so eye-opening and awesome. But the message was about how Christmas is about the gifts, and it's about the gift of Jesus. (laughs) And remember that this Christmas that, you know, Jesus' birth and Jesus in general is the greatest gift that we could ever receive. And, um, yeah, I just encourage you guys. I know a lot of people are struggling financially or just maybe you're not really wanting to give gifts this year or it's harder for you because finances and you had to go really small or not at all. Um, it, we don't live and we shouldn't be living for gifts of this uh, treasures here because it's not it, – all of it's fleeting. All of it can burn away, but nothing can – take away the love of Jesus and the birth of Jesus because God is overall and he's way more powerful than to be able to be defeated he's not defeated he is victorious and we have victory through him and so yeah I just wanted to, to encourage you guys with that Christmas is about the gift of Jesus and um don't feel bad if like you know maybe you don't get the gift you want or maybe somebody else isn't able to get the gift that they want from you because you just aren't able to do it um you know spend time with your kids spend time with your family spend time with your loved ones invest in your relationship with god because that is the reason we're even celebrating christmas christmas is christmas you know and so remember the true reason for the season is jesus and who cares about anything else like let's celebrate the birth of our savior because without him we're nothing so that's what that's what matters overall and it doesn't matter how many gifts are under the tree it matters that you know a star was born that jesus was born and he was laid in a manger and he was later you know he died for our sins and that's why we have freedom and that's why we're set free from sin and that's why we're able to have eternity with him and everything that comes along with him and his promises and we have full access to him and so what a gift that is the greatest gift of all And so share that with someone. That's the greatest gift that you could give them is to bring them closer to Jesus. And I just pray that our social medias and our little platform and whatever God does with this, um, that he just uses it to bring people closer to Jesus because that's our sole mission. And that is our heart. And that should be really like our main goal in life is to bring people closer to Jesus because that's just what matters most. So.
0: And we realize that holidays can be a difficult season for some, um, you know, a lot of us have experienced loss in our families, loss of friends, mm-hmm. and it can leave like an empty feeling in your heart come those seasons. Like I can remember the first Christmas without my grandpa being here and it was definitely a weird time and a, it felt like there was someone missing at the table, but just know that our hearts go out to you. We're praying for you and are praying for healing and know that. You know, as we celebrate this, that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and He is hope. And no matter how discouraged we may feel, no matter how much we might be grieving something, He cares about what you're grieving about. Mm -hmm. Jesus had wept with those who wept, and so He feels what you're feeling. He knows your heartaches. Just cast all of your heartache upon Him and focus on Him with those and Mm -hmm. know that He is Lord over all and that He is sovereign and that he reigns forevermore and that no matter what comes our way that God reigns and that Jesus reigns and he will always be our prince of peace and he is the only one we can actually find peace from Yep. and if we really just fix our hearts fix our minds to him it can really change everything and yeah I just want you to know though we we really do care about all of you guys we're praying that those holes you might be feeling in your heart from missing loved ones, that they just would feel a peace about them and this filled season. filled with Jesus. And filled <laughs> with joy that comes from Jesus this yes. year. And yeah. So I think that we're going to take a time to pray, and then we'll end this video. So
1: Okay. It's a podcast.
0: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's One of care. these days I might get that right. God, I just thank you for this season where we can celebrate the birth of jesus the birth of the messiah our savior we just thank you for the life jesus lived we thank you jesus for the cross that you carried for us the blood that you shed to make an atonement for our sins to allow us to get into right standing with god we just thank you and praise you that you are emmanuel that you're god with us we thank you that you are present and that you have just given the Holy Spirit to us. I just pray that you fill us all with more of the Holy Spirit and that you just give such a peace this season to anyone who is just hurting or grieving or in any difficult situations or seasons. Just bring supernatural peace and supernatural joy that can only be found in you. We thank you that you are the supplier of those things and that while we cannot find it from earthly things, we can always find it from you because you are the Prince of Peace. And I just thank you for that. And I pray for anyone who is in uh, financial hardship, that you just meet those financial needs in this moment, Jesus. I pray for anyone who has health issues, that you would just bring complete healing in the name of Jesus over anything that might be going on in someone's body, that you just break the bondage of that and that you just bring freedom from that sickness and whatever it is, that you move in amazing ways. And I pray for those who are hurting over the loss of a loved one, that you just bring a peace to them that only you can bring, Jesus. I thank you that you are loving, you are caring, that you are with us and you're present. And I just thank you that you humbled yourself to Mm. take on flesh and be born in a manger. I just thank you for your love that you have just poured upon us that we never would have deserved, never could have earned. But your grace is just so amazing. So we thank you and praise you. And I pray in your holy, precious name. Amen.
1: Amen. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you guys next week with another episode. Peace.